Andrew. Hi, Sally Dar. How are you doing? <laughs> so good. It is time for another episode of Club C47. Woo! Apparently someone in my cinematography class asked where the C47s were at Home Depot, and they were just like... Oh, wait, why did... Oh my god, that's so funny. She's like, hey, do you know where the C47s are? And then the Home Depot customers were like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's funny. C47s. Um, so it's been about six days since I've seen you. Wow. Yeah, almost 24 hours. Might be a record. I mean, 24, God, I can't do math. Well, it's 24 times seven. <laughs> Whatever that is. A lot. A lot of hours. <laughs> we haven't seen each other. The last time we saw each other was when we recorded our episode on Friday, which is being uploaded at the same time as this episode, and that's my apologies because it's been a really busy weekend and Sally Dar and I talked about it. We're both stressed, but it's fine. We're both getting really stressed. It's been midterm season, halfway through the week. Or halfway through the semester, excuse me. Um, and we're just kind of like getting swamped with stuff. And we're thriving, barely. I think we're kind of like pad- like puppy paddling or whatever it's called. Doggy paddle? Doggy paddling <laughs> on the water. It's We're close to drowning, but we're surviving. So. Yeah. Um, do you want to share what your main stressor is? <laughs> My main stressor? Oh, I just think we're eating pizza rolls. Oh, yeah. Pizza um, rolls. No wine. Just water. Just water. We're trying to not get drunk. I just don't. Feel, I don't feel the need tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's it's one of those nights. We know it. Yeah. Um, and for me, just the main stress is just, I think, like, classwork, everything coming together, assignment after assignment, a lot yeah. of expectations with the major Yeah. Program. As soon as you finish one project, it's like, oh, here's another. Yep. Luckily, I've been editing my avant-garde, which I talked about in the last episode. Um, and I have till next Tuesday to present it, which has been good because I feel like that's my time to calm down and just not Edit, worry about yeah. a lot of things. I'm just editing, doing a lot of cool split screening, cropping. It looks really good. I don't think mm-hmm. I've showed you any of it yet. You sent a little bit via Snapchat and it looked, um, it looked cool. Yeah, I do Snapchat a lot. Like my yeah, you were like, I've been working on this for four hours and I'm only 30 seconds in or something like that. Maybe not that dramatic, but <laughs> yeah, kind of the point. I like it. I like, from the Snapchat, it looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Follow me on Snapchat at avianhuson50. I'll do our social media plugs now. Send me, send me your thirst traps. Thirst traps. Oh, no, I don't do that. Um, we'll see. What about you? What's your main stress? like? My main stress, well, two things. So for my um, production class, we have a five-minute film um, that everyone needs to do, which it's – I'm like – because you have project after project, so I don't know why yeah. I'm stressing about it. Because this is like our only film project all semester. Isn't this the only film project you do like until our thesis? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't know why I'm stressing out about it, especially because I've I've done this kind of stuff before. But I think it's just it's just like kind of the unknown and not knowing how people are going to be on set and casting is really my main source of anxiety. Like I, my least favorite thing is casting. I hate it because it's like how do you convince a stranger? to help you with something. It's hard. It's hard. Like, it's hard. And it's also, I, one of my biggest fears is people thinking that I'm not, like, in life, I hate thinking that people don't want to be around me or think that I'm wasting their time. Yeah. So I always feel that, like, I think that's partially the reason why I always feel like the constant need to entertain people is mm-hmm. because I don't want them to think that, like, they should be somewhere else. So, like, yeah. I think that's why casting makes me anxious. You know, I just... Yeah. But this week, um, Prod 500 students all got together for a workshop, which was taught by my Prod 500 professor. But she talked to all the sections about like working with actors and directors working with actors, which was really cool. 
we, we, we were divided to groups, not, we didn't get to pick our groups. It was picked for us, but then like we had an actor, we had two actors, a director, a cinematographer, and an observer. And so I got to be the observer, which was really cool. And so you get to see like how the whole thing goes. Yeah. But she talked about how actors are taught that directors don't know what they're doing. Interesting. And because, I mean, in general, directors... I mean, I don't know the perspective of an actor. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I don't really know the perspective. I kind of see what she's saying, though, because I think directors are those sets I've been on. A lot of times we like to change our minds. Like, we have creative vision, keep on going and going, where it's like, you like one thing, you want them to do something else. Yeah. You keep going back and forth. So I can see why there's that case. But I also think, like, working with actors... And you just, you just need to approach them, especially when you're casting them. She said, always ask them something about themselves that doesn't relate to film or acting. So just be like, tell me one cool thing about yourself. Just to get to know like who they are as an individual. And so yeah. then therefore, it might be easier to work with them yeah. in the long run. Yeah. I feel like once they're once you're in the thick of a set, I think I'm much easier. But I think it's kind of that, what like them initially getting there and being worried that they think that you don't know what they're doing, which like you just said, I don't know. I just, I, I just get nervous, especially on student productions. Like I feel once I'm in quote unquote, the industry and I'm working on, you know, higher budget films, like obviously the actors there, that's like, they, they're not going to think that some giant TV show on a network is wasting their time, you know, Mm -hmm. but a student production, they're, they don't know what everybody's capabilities are. Mm. So I don't know. It just makes me nervous. But anyways, that's one stressor. The other stressor is my internship, which I'll talk about Ooh. a little bit later. But just because I want to be impressive and... That's hard. Yeah. And it's just more work on top of other work, um, which is... I mean, that's... I want it and I ask for it, but... Yeah, we signed up for this. Which is, yeah, it's just It's just stressful. Should we have signed up for this? I'm like, <laughs> I, I regret that. No, part. it's great. My mom was asked me today. I was like, no, I'm, I'm so good. Like, I'm just on the grind day after day, but it's... What else would it's I be doing? Hard. I love it. I don't talk to my family as much because I'm so busy with everything mm. where it's like, I'm sorry. I do care about y'all, but I'm also like really busy. But I am seeing my family this weekend. Yeah. So. You want to talk about that? When's your, have you texted your brother? Where is he? Is he almost Oh, here? yeah. My brother's coming after we record tonight and we are flying to Houston. So for a family birthday party. Or you come back on Sunday? Yeah. Coming back on Sunday. So it's a nice little break. Um... I think, well, I think a lot of schools, so LMU's fall break is also this weekend, so they don't have classes on Fridays, which is funny because most film students don't have classes on Friday, so it doesn't really feel like a break. And I'll, I'll probably have an internship on Friday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, technically, this is a lot of fall break for people, so a lot of individuals are traveling all over the place, and so I would just figured this was the perfect time for me to go yeah. get a little break myself from Los Angeles. I do love it a lot, but you, you, you know, you need a break. Yeah, you need a break. You need a break. I love Texas, too, so it'd be nice to go see some family, new surroundings. Yeah. All of that, so. Good. I, I'm This weekend, what am I doing? I'm doing um, casting for my friend Flynn. She's a third-year WPTV student. Oh, so. She's doing casting on Saturday and Sunday. So, so you're not done. casting people, though. You're just kind of. No, it's it's for her. Like, people are auditioning for her film. Yeah. Yeah. Got so it. I'll just be sitting there watching the people audition. Okay. Giving so, my opinion. So you're not stressed out as much as you would be if you're, like, casting. No, 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 because it's, like, her project. It's not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it how it goes. Yeah, that'll be really um, fun. That's what I'll be doing all weekend. Yeah. yeah. All three days? No, 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 just Saturday and Sunday. 
Okay. And um, what, what, like, is it long hours, short hours? I think it's like noon to five one day, which is like the bigger day. And then I think Sunday is kind of just the people that couldn't really make Saturday. Um, like walk-ins? Yeah. In a way? Yeah. So Saturday is the big day. That's cool. Yeah. Um, let's talk about last weekend. So we kind of got a little bit into it because we did this episode on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so immediately afterwards we had... Sophie G do her shoot, mm-hmm. which was cool. And then Saturday you were on Sophie C's shoot. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So Sophie C did a film with a bunch of, so I think it was based off of a, was it Russian? Some foreign film um, called, I think, Daisies. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen it and she kind of described it, but I might not be describing it correctly. But from what I understand, it was about a bunch of females eating and kind of about how they eat when other people are watching versus when other people aren't watching. That's kind of the idea behind it. So she did a film. um, I was one of the cast members. It was a bunch of LMU girls around a table. We had a bunch of like giant slices of cake. She brought three different types of cake. There was lemon, red velvet, and chocolate. And we were all sitting around a table and Amelia was the DP and basically it was just like a pan back and forth. So on one pan, we'd be eating, eating like kind of picking at it. And the next pan back, we'd be kind of taking more like forkfuls and the next pan back, we dropped the forks and we were kind of using our hands. Yeah. Then it was kind of like a food fight. Eventually mm, it was funny. very fun. There was cake everywhere, all in our hair, faces, everything. Um, but it was great. And the cake was very good. Where was cake from? I don't know where she got it from, actually. I'm so jealous. I love... What's your favorite type of cake? My favorite type of cake? I like chocolate cake with cream cheese icing. Oh, I, I do yeah. agree. Cream cheese icing is chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> so good. Red velvet cake with tr- cream cheese frosting. Yeah. That's just... Perfect. See, I'm, I'm, red, red velvet is the same as chocolate, correct? That's what I've heard. the same... Right. I prefer the chocolate versus the red velvet. I don't know. I think the red velvet is just... They're being they're both good. I do love cake. Yeah. Um, cake is one of my favorite desserts. I went to Randy's again this week. When? Yeah, this week. <laughs> Randy's, Randy's is a donut place. Randy's Donuts. Who'd you um, go with? Myself. I just wanted a donut and I was already out. Which one'd you get? Bear claw. The, the, no, not the bear claw. <laughs> <laughs> the, the long john chocolate and then the cinnamon one. Yum. Which is really good. Randy's has long lines, so just be warned if you ever want a donut, like, be prepared to wait for a long line. Um, the sets that were on, so I was on an undergrad set this weekend for Mackenzie's her name. So she's an undergrad and we, they catered food that whole weekend. And I forget the first day it was like Mediterranean, but the second day was a place called Rust or Rusty's. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but it was Hawaiian food. Interesting. And it was so good. Yum. I've never really, I don't think I've ever had Hawaiian. I mean, I'm sure I've had Hawaiian food, but I don't think I've been to a place that's yeah. exclusively Hawaiian. They, uh, there was two people on the crew that were from Hawaii, and both oh, yeah. of them said that it wasn't authentic yeah, I'm Hawaiian sure. food, which but... doesn't surprise me because it's LA. Yeah. Um, But they both said, I mean, they said it was really good, which is good to hear. But And then I went to K-Town on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I went to a place called Meat Love. And I've never been, I've never had like, Korean barbecue before. Oh, you hadn't? I, not that I can recall. I mean, I've eaten probably some of it, but not in K-Town. Yeah. And so it was really, really good. We did an all-you-can-eat thing for $17.99, mm-hmm. um, which was delicious. And then um, we got beef, beef, ball, I forget what it's called, ball, Balanji or I something? Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And 
then pork belly. Yeah. And then there was rice and all these like different sides that were just good. Mm-hmm. And it was just a night and they, you cook it. You like have a little right. fire in front of you. You cook it. Yeah. It was just like a fun experience. There was four of us that went. So it was a nice little social thing. I didn't, I didn't cook because anything. Yeah, who took charge? So, um, Sophia C was there. Okay, oh, so, so she, she's been a lot. Yeah, so yeah. she, she heard of the place. So we were, we both wanted to get dinner, and so then she invited Michael, and then Zoe Young is from K Town, so she came along too. Yeah. And so Michael and Sophia did most of the cooking. Yeah. Um, and so Zoe and I did the socializing. So. Fun. Two of my three best friends from high school, they're both Korean, so obviously they grew up going to Korean barbecue and stuff. And Ashley, whenever I've gotten Korean barbecue with her, she takes charge clearly because she knows what she's doing. Mm. Um, but it's it's so fun going with them. Like they know yeah. it because they, they know. Like, so they just do everything for you and they tell you like what, what there's this certain um red like sauce type paste yeah. thing that I really like. And I never remember the name, but um, Ashley always tells me, she's like, this is, you like this meat and you like this sauce. I'm like, okay, cool. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, but Korean barbecue is so fun. It's also like a good social gathering. There was yeah. like these two parties going on. There was like a birthday party. And then these people who were really drunk and the one guy, I, he had to be drunk. He told the waitress, he was like, next picture's on you. Can you get the picture right now? And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> this is awkward. Funny. Like, she gave him a picture. I don't know if she paid for it, but <laughs> <laughs> she gave them a picture after he asked for Funny. it. Yeah. I think it's a cool... Good social gathering. Create Town definitely has a younger vibe too. From really? Like, from, I need to go see it. I haven't been there. From the place I went, it was definitely a younger group of individuals. Yeah. But. So I didn't go because um, I had to do some homework. Because she and, wasn't invited. Yeah, because I was like, oh my God, that'd be so awkward. <laughs> no, um, I told Andrew, I was like, I want to come, but I also think I need to stay in. And on Monday, she was homework. like, on Monday, she was like, yeah, I'm going to come. And then Tuesday, she's like, rain check after I like, Yeah, well, so what happened room. is, so I might have talked about this on Friday, but um, so for my screenwriting class week to week now, we do a certain genre of TV. So the first genre we did was action. Right now we're doing police procedurals and then we'll go to like law or medical and then eventually get to comedy, thriller, you know, know, just do all the genres. So with every week we watch a certain TV show and have to do a beat sheet for that specific show. But then we also have to write um, a script for that genre of TV. It doesn't have to be the same TV show as the one that we watched. Um, and I realized upon Googling, I don't watch any action TV shows. Really? Really. I don't like out of all the ones they listed, I hadn't seen any of them. Okay. So I watched the boys on Amazon, which I might've talked about this on Friday. I really don't, I can't recall, but, um, I watched the boys on Amazon. It was great. Eight episodes, an hour long each. Um, and I wrote my script about a fight scene between Starlight and A-Train and I really enjoyed it. And I was like shocked. I've never written action. Clearly, because I've never even watched action. So you action. Like specs? Or no, it's like... not really a spe- So it's only five pages. Um, so it's like not that much. Okay. But then also, it's kind of daunting because I've never written action scenes. So I didn't know what, what I was going to write. So that's why I was like, brain check. I have no clue how I'm going to do this homework. Yeah. Um, but then I ended up writing it and I really, really liked it. That's I don't cool. know. I'm like was shocked by how much I liked writing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's have you seen The Boys? You haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Highly recommend. I have been doing some writing too for my classes, but it's been very rough. We workshopped mine today and it was just a fun time. We'll just put it that way. 
Um, it's really hard to... Oh, Sally Dar's offering me her pizza rolls. Mm-hmm. So kind. Um, it's really hard for me to just like... You, you have ideas and you write them down and sometimes they just don't... They're not as executed as you would want them to be. Mm-hmm. And so here I am presenting this four-page script. Um, it has dialogue it wasn't supposed to. I didn't know that, but mm-hmm. it's fine. And then, um, but for me, after hearing it out loud, because usually you workshop it, you read it, someone else reads the character roles, I just wasn't in love with it, which is hard because I think we write so many scripts, you've done script coverage, you see so many scripts out there and like, it's hard for everyone to fall in love with it because no one is ever going to fall in love with, not everyone will fall in love with what you write and then sometimes, but also you as the writer have to fall in love with what you write. Yeah. Or at least for a certain period of time. Well, it's also because I I also think about um, certain movies that I do love Mm -hmm. and I think about if I were to read this movie as a script, would I like it as much? Yeah. And a lot of movies don't translate to script. Like, especially things that are more um, understated, I feel like. Like, what's an, I'm trying to think of an example. Maybe something like Moonlight, okay? Where, like, the little boy isn't talking at all. Yeah. And you can read, you can tell that in the script that the little boy's not talking. But when you see it on the screen, it's just, it's a different experience. So, I, I don't know. I think about that a lot with things that I like. If I were to actually read this, would I like it as mm-hmm. much? But it also could be you could read the script and really love it, and then you see it on TV and you don't like it at all. So, I'm, yeah. I it can go both ways. Well, for me... Film is visual. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff I see is visual, so it's easier for me to fall in love with it on a screen. But I have read things that are good. For example, I read the Midsummer script mm-hmm. um, before. I didn't, I haven't seen the movie, but someone had a script of it before it got released, and I read that and I could visualize everything. Where I was like, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like this is crazy." I don't know if I would like the movie as much as I like the script, mm-hmm. just because the script was very descriptive the story was there it flows apparently the movie's a little different than the script um but i think that's just a cool i i, I get i get your observation though I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, curious. yeah yeah and i and then sometimes i think it can be a good script you fall in love with and the movie's great too but it just i feel like it's sometimes it's it's an interesting transition from yeah. script to screen yeah yeah i know i'm trying to think of the movies i've seen recently um if i would like them or not uh, I saw The House Bunny the other week. Um, <laughs> Wait, you had never seen The House Bunny? I've never seen The House That's Bunny. That's so funny. I feel like um, it's on TV all the time. I got dragged into seeing that. And then uh, Booksmart, saw that recently. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would translate I feel like well I, would, I feel like I would like Booksmart. I think, script. which this might be, these are just opinions, maybe not even opinions, but things are that are just coming to my mind. I think that on the page, I think things with... Things that are more have a twist to it, if that makes sense. Like whether it be horror or something like Booksmart with spoiler alert, the one girl that what's her name likes ends mm. up kissing the boy that you know, like anything yeah. with like a kind of twist like that, I think translates well on the script. Or I think mm. comedy can sometimes translate well. But if it's more day in the life and like oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful visual, like something like Moonlight where it's like so visual. I think coming of age, slice of life. Yeah. With think, no comedy in it. I think mm. that sometimes that's hard because it is so based on just the visual. Yeah. You sometimes. do have to work. You have to work the visuals. Yeah. And that's, I think why or film, our film program, our script next semester has to be less than seven lines of dialogue. Interesting. And so that includes like text word of mouth like things you see on screen obviously i'm don't quote me on that because if anyone's listening and is a proud 500 student because i'm sure things change all the time we've been kind of getting a lot of changes recently. how long is that 
It's supposed to be like five to seven minutes, I think. Okay. But the thing is, if it's going to be more visual, so now we have to tell a story without a lot of dialogue. How do we? How do we get the visuals? There. Yeah, and that's, so that's a huge challenge. Um, my friend Molly from undergrad, when we did our capstone, our films had to be fifteen to eighteen minutes, and I think hers ended up. I mean, it was at least fifteen, but she had no dialogue in her whole thing except for one interaction at a coffee shop and I think like the ending and that's it it was mostly no because it was two characters but they were never really together until the coffee shop scene and the ending scene and so it was just then alone yeah and I remember when she wrote the script I was like this is so interesting why like why is she and it was it was good like she had a reason for doing it but I just think about that 15 minutes with no yeah. no interaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. It was hard, but I think it's a must. I think it, like less is more. Yeah. So if you have less dialogue, it's easier. I've been reading a lot of things lately. And even the stuff I've created, I look back at it and I was like, I don't need that dialogue. Mm-hmm. It could be silent. There's a better way to show what you're trying to show. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited for these upcoming film projects, we, where we aren't allowed to use much dialogue because it gives me a chance to maybe be a little more creative and tell a clearer story mm-hmm. or something. So yeah, trying to figure that out. If you have any ideas for stories I should write, yeah, hit me I don't up know. or Sally Dark can hit me up mm-hmm. or anyone out there. I need some help. I'm trying to think about what my other ideas were for my, um, I can't even remember my other two pitches for yeah. my film I'm doing. Mm-hmm. The only one I really had flushed out was the one that I'm doing, so that topic's taken. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't go see Joker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk about Joker. I, I, I want to see it. I was going to talk about Joker because obviously movie track. Let's keep that going. Yeah. Um. So last night, um, my class of twelve like likes to go movies Wednesday night, and they're encouraged, they're trying to get me to get the AMC subs list because apparently mm, it's three yeah, a Flynn week, has it. three a week, up to twelve a month. And so I could really use that. If they're going every Wednesday, my ticket yesterday cost you $21, where like an AMC subs list is like 20 and you can go see as many as you want. Oh, you should have bought it right then and there. I know. I I wasn't thinking clearly. I was just like, I want the ticket. Um, So word of advice, maybe AMC subs list is not a bad idea. So we saw an IMAX. So there was about eight of us from our- Wait, it was 3D? I didn't even know that. Not 3D, but IMAX is like a bigger screen. Okay, I- realize it came in 3D. Scary. Joker in 3D. Okay, overall, how was it? And then you can go into detail. Um, I I I I enjoyed it. Okay. I'm a big Heath Ledger fan, so I'm yeah. very biased in that case. But it's very beautiful. It's very beautiful to look okay. at. I felt uncomfortable at times, which I think did a good job. Like, I liked how uncomfortable I was mm-hmm. thinking about it because the movie obviously is doing a good job and you're supposed to feel uncomfortable at certain yeah. points. Joaquin, incredible. I, I thought it was one of the best performances I've seen this year. Um, I'm curious how much preparation he did in terms of method acting for the role. I would assume so much for I that role. I would assume so much. Yeah. Um, Especially incredible. after Heath Ledger was, you know, like yeah. he did a lot of method acting for yeah. Dark Knight. He, and so either the director or the cinematographer also did The Hangover. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's a huge jump. Yeah. It's a huge jump. But there's so many scenes that were just beautiful to look at. I did right in my letterbox review that I thought it could have ended a few shots earlier I mm-hmm. felt they might have were just trying a little harder where I was like you could have ended it right here this would have been perfect yeah. and then it didn't also there's been a lot of funny tweets lately so 
there is a scene in Joker that copies the Dark Knight, which I believe was the tribute to Heath Ledger. We don't know necessarily, but it's basically Joaquin's Joker looking out the car because Heath Ledger said it the same way. It's like a car, and then he's just like his head's like kind of a little out. And so mm-hmm. someone tweeted about this, and then there was someone who quoted that tweet, and they were like, "No way! I really thought they were trying to copy Roma here." Because in Roma, oh. she also looks outside the car. Oh, no, because I know the exact scene you're talking about in Dark Knight. I yeah. would have thought of Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so everyone was saying, oh, this is what Roma did. So in my Letterboxd review, I was like, Joker definitely copied Roma, and therefore <laughs> it lost a <the> star. <laughs> it lost a star. Clearly copying Roma. Um, I would recommend it. I thought I, I thought it was good. I, I, felt like, I feel like 2019 has had the best year of movies I've seen. In I think opinion. it's been a pretty good year of really? movies, honestly. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel... But maybe I just think that because it's like I'm going to film school, so I'm just like more aware yeah, of I'm, the things I'm, coming out. I'm still waiting for a, a few more movies to punch. Yeah. I would say... I think 2017 is my favorite film year of the decade. That was Yeah, I wouldn't be able to... That was it. with Lady Bird, Call Me By Your Name. Oh, Mo- yeah. Not Moonlight. Um, three Billboards... Well, call me by your um, name is makes me cry every time. Yeah, so. it, it had it had like that was that was the best year, um, for sure. What else came out that year? Oh well, I'll look it up later. I don't know. But, yeah, I probably I've just like gone to a decent amount of movies this year, so it's like I feel like I'm just more in it than ever. Yeah, you know? but a lot of movies I've seen have flopped. I started trying to watch Tall Girl. I don't know. Oh uh, my god! I don't know why. Well, yeah. So, um, how tall are you, Andrew? I'm six foot so seven. So I, I feel like you're required to watch it. I know. So your doc, your pediatrician <laughs> calls you, "Hey, Andrew, hey. I have some homework for you." Watch Tall Girl. Did you? You didn't finish it. How far did you no. get? No. Oh, I'm like pretty close. Are you gonna finish it? I think I have like 20 minutes left. Oh, I don't know. God. I got. I, I started watching it. And I got distracted, so I kind of lost a few major plot points. But it's your very typical. Girl likes guy. There might be some conflict. Yeah. Girl, spoiler alert: girl has best friend, and the best friend in her fights because mm-hmm. that's like how every movie goes, where the best friends have right. to fight with each other. It's very Netflix e, I would say. Um, and then she was complaining about her size thirteen shoes, and how she's six foot one, mm-hmm. and like I wear size fifteen shoes. Congrats! You can be a model. <laughs> I know, and she's like, she's beautiful too. And I was like, you can wear yeah. dresses, and they made it seem like she couldn't wear dresses or anything. Yeah, like, it's so stupid. And then, but obviously, but as it goes on, she starts, I think, getting a little more confident in herself. I have to finish the movie to figure it all out. Um, but there's also a scene in Tall Girl where her dad is trying to make her feel good about her height, so she invites, so he invites this. Tall People's Club. Are you to kidding me? Her house, and then they initiate her, even though she didn't want to be initiated as this member of this tall club. It was just, that is an insane okay. movie. I'm sorry, if my I parents did that to me. I would no. Please well, it's also don't. like if it, if you don't if you hate it so much, why would you want to draw attention to it? Yeah. Also, it's like I just I just can't like if that's the worst thing in your life then damn what yeah is, that I, is insane I know so anyway maybe I'll finish talking I watched Russian Doll on Netflix okay yeah eight episodes thirty minutes each knock it out in four hours it was it was great loved it that's not bad four hours it's four like hours. Groundhog Day but a TV show and like a little bit different okay but it's like Groundhog Day yeah 
I have a class that's five hours, so that's basically me going. Oh my to god, work. yeah. Five that's, hour, five go. hour class. You should download it all on your phone and just watch it under your desk. Yeah. <laughs> like, eh. Well, uh, this is well the class. It's not. It's in the sound stage. Mm-hmm. In, so we just have to. We have chairs and yeah. we don't have any tables, so I couldn't really hide my phone. Yeah. We're just sitting in these chairs, and then we've been moving around a lot lately because we're learning all the different equipment and equipment terms, which is really cool. But I would, name something that you didn't know before. Well, mm, mm, <laughs> no, no, that's a lot of pressure. So we talked about C stands, combo stands, um, what a lollipop is. What's a lollipop? That's like a, an extension of a C stand. It's like oh. a little, like a lollipop head. So it looks like a lollipop head. Yeah. So it's another like, like level to add to a C stand. Okay. We did some sandbag testing. Learning all the terms is really cool. And because it gets you familiar, but also he even said this himself is like every set will name something different. So people will be like, get the two by or get the surfboard and they both mean the same thing. But one set might say two by and another set might say surfboard. And so you have to kind of learn all the technical terms about it. And Mm -hmm. then don't be afraid to ask if you don't know, because I don't know. And that's mostly a job for grip. So grip is one job that basically handles everything that isn't electricity related and so but also working in the lighting and grip area yeah that that's is, what, that that's, is one department i have no interest I know, in i know i'm i that's what i did this past weekend because i offered to help out mackenzie but i mean grip isn't my thing i met some cool people on set yeah but it's not like i am trying to pursue a career in cinematography slash lighting and yeah, yeah yeah that's the thing the, i remember which this should be so obvious but yeah pohan was like if you want to be a good cinematographer then you need to be a good gaffer and if you're not a good gaffer, how are you going to be a good like? You no, know. so gaffing is probably one of the most important roles. It's so and subjective. And my undergrad, and like, I would say it's very. It was underrated in my undergrad. Where I love y'all, but it would be nice to see gaffers work more and figure it out because it yeah. is a very important role, especially if you want to be a DP. Yeah, and I wish in my in my undergrad, like you were required to be a gaffer before you could be a. DP. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, like thinking about it now, how how could you even be a DP if you didn't know how to gaff? Like, yeah, you just. Like, it's just so important. I don't know. No, but I have no interest in either of those, so. Yeah, it's it's not my thing, necessarily. Yeah. It's cool equipment, and everything looks cool and looks good, but I would rather be the one, like, trying to get the vision of it all and working with the actors yeah. or possibly ADing or producing. Like, I'm more of a technical side yes. part of it. I think you and I both yeah. would rather be doing. Those are the things we'd rather be doing. Yeah. Than trying to carry all this equipment and figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so what else what else is new, Sally Dar with your life? Um, so my sister moved to Atlanta today. Really? Yeah, yeah. I talked to her a few days ago, um, and then I talked to my mom today, and I thought that she moved like two days ago, but apparently she moved today. Anyways, she starts a new job on Monday. Was she working? She so she worked at an advertising agency in um Chattanooga, and so she's working at like the same kind of place in Atlanta. I don't know the name. Um, but she's living near Pont City Market, which is a really fun place to live near. Um, and she's living with, oh, this is actually really interesting. So my sister went to Washington and Lee for her freshman year, and okay. then she transferred to Vanderbilt. But so her best friend from WNL, her name was Emma, and Emma's from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're gonna, they're going to be roommates in Atlanta now, but it's kind of crazy because they haven't really been together since they were 18. And oh. now my sister's 25. So yeah. it's been seven years really since they've like actually, like they've seen each other, yeah. but 
it wasn't for more than maybe like a weekend that's or a long, something. That's a long time. Seven years. Like they lived like in the same dorm. Like they lived across the hall from each other basically. So yeah. it's, it's been seven years since they really lived together and do now ever, they're roommates. Do you ever think about that? Like the people you see in high school that you, you haven't seen since high school. What if you see them in like seven or ten years and like what would it be like? Oh yeah. I feel like there probably will be people like that from my high school. My high school was very um, It had a very... Uh, good theater program like yeah. a lot of like famous actors went to my high school and so when I went to my reunion um this past spring I met a lot of like, oh I was, you had your reunion already I did oh. I know I mean you're older than you but I, I talked to a lot of people and there's like a few people that are living out here that went to my high school and I think they're like pursuing acting so I would not be shocked if I ran into them on a set like 10 years from now I don't know if we have a five-year or a 10-year reunion yeah, we have a five-year attempt. But I think oh. we have a five-year because it was boarding school. So that's like you really go a long time without ever oh, seeing anyone. <laughs> I know. I haven't seen a lot of my, I haven't seen all of my high school friends since high school. And I doubt any of them are listening to this podcast right now. And if you are, <laughs> hello. Um I um I love reunions. They're fun. Yeah. Well you said your sister's moving to Atlanta, which is a pretty big industry for film. Yeah. So um, she want the film. The, the film no she's not doing film I don't think she's interested in film I mean maybe one day uh, she's really funny but I don't think she's ever really been like a writer or into like like I've always been into like Photoshop or Illustrate like all of those kind of programs and like editing and you know I got the computer award in fifth grade so like I've <laughs> always been kind of into the, like computers the, the and computer writing. award yeah I got the computer award but what did you have to do to get the computer award <laughs> I I don't really know I think that I was the kid that when we had a computer class like okay so you had like art class you had computer class you had PE so our computer yeah. class was just called computer whatever. So, um, I think I was always the kid when we had to write a little paper or do a PowerPoint, whatever, people didn't know how to do certain things. Uh, and I was like, oh, like you go to file and you go to edit or you go to, like, I was telling people those kind of things. Like they were like, how do I double space this? Not that we were doing that in elementary school, but I'd be like, oh, this is what you do. Like, I just knew all of the, not that that has anything to do with film, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I've always liked like editing and photoshopping, which, you know, plays into editing vi- like videos and yeah. I hope my next stuff. question the answer is yes okay. did you do Mavis Beacon wait what no. oh my god wait Mavis Beacon she what was like saying? the typing teacher in fifth grade and it was like a computer thing where you like learned how to type no yeah so you would do this computer game not really a game but it's like maybe an app on your computers like okay. these old school computers that we used to have and it was a program called Mavis Beacon teaches typing hmm. and so she would teach you like ASDF and then you would do JKL semicolon and so she would like tell you what to type and all that and so in fifth grade I did pretty well I made it decent and then sixth grade you start off by taking the test to feel like where should you start based on your test mm-hmm. and then I like didn't even like get a second I got like five seconds to take the test and it was like we're gonna start you back at the beginning of Mavis Beacon and I was like interesting yes. I didn't take typing until middle school oh yeah I don't think we did it in fifth grade typing is just now kind of like I know that I don't think they teach typing anymore because kids every kid has a laptop now every kid has a laptop and every kid has a cell phone yeah so they just know how to type Do kids just, really have laptops at like I don't think necessarily but like everybody has a I know every so, there is someone in their home that has either a desktop. I think just kids inherently know how to type now, whereas like I was using a computer and playing computer games when I was younger, yeah. but I wasn't. T- 
typing? I don't know. I really don't know. Do they yeah. still teach typing? God, I, I, I feel really old. Don't. Why am I discussing this? I know. I don't know what they teach nowadays. You know, I think just it's so it's so different, especially since everyone has a cell phone. Like I'm sure like third graders are just texting or trying to text. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. There are certain things that they definitely okay, I don't know if they teach typing. They definitely don't teach. Like we used to have to learn how to well, we still had floppy disks in elementary school, but Ooh. we also had to learn how to burn things to CDs. Yeah. They definitely don't do that anymore. They just have like USBs or, you know, Google Drive yeah. or Dropbox. Like we had to burn CDs. I remember smart boards were starting to become a thing. Instead of projectors? Yeah. I don't yeah. Know if they still they do don't, I don't think they use projectors. Like with this clear thing. Yeah, so the, they had the projectors, which were like the projectors. little like, and then it would go on the screen and yeah. the overhead. And then like, the teacher it. would call you up and you'd have to and do you it. You would write it and it was so cool because yeah. you got to see your writing on the Yeah, I don't thing. think that's a thing anymore. And then they, do smart, they did smart boards for a while, which I don't really think they do those anymore either. That was a big thing in middle school. They I don't just, even know what that is. It was basically just like a computer where you could like write stuff on it. It was really good for math. So you wouldn't mm. like write on a white wall. You would just write on the board. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think teachers really... You did that, and then it turned into like PowerPoint presentations and easy like tutorial videos. And then the when I went to TCU, it was all like we were kind of in flexible classrooms, so we always got to like write on the like every wall was like whiteboard where it was easier to write instead of like having one person have to go up to the board. I think schools have changed a lot. Yeah, I think then. I mean yeah. And I would be really curious to just sit in, like say you and I. Like what we might have kids one day, not like like you know what I mean, but like <laughs> together. Um, <laughs> but like we might have, we might grow up with families and all that, yeah. and so seeing them go to school, they're gonna have such a different experience. That we I know, have. I would love to sit in on like an elementary school class where I went to elementary bring school. Bring your bring your parent to work day. Yeah, I wonder then if they're they gonna start. They'll probably like Facetime them in. They probably don't even like physically bring in the parents anymore they're like okay we're gonna skype you in yeah well Just, i can yeah. tell you one thing i know one thing that's changed in elementary schools is i i actually tweeted this at one point i wonder because my elementary school had um milk like the little cartons i tweeted this do they provide almond milk now i have no idea they must because i, I think know. that so many parents probably like they they drink, I mean, at this point, like, I don't really buy skim, I only buy skim milk if I'm having, like, dessert, and I, yeah. you know, Oreos and brownies, they just go better with skim milk. Anyways, I digress. But I drink almond milk every day, mm -hmm. and so, you know, when I have kids, like, I'm really not going to buy skim milk. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I'll do. But, like, they have to have almond milk at elementary schools now. I don't, yeah, I really don't know. Yeah. Did you buy lunch a lot, or did you... No, my school, you, it was just, like, with the tuition. Like, you would just get in line and get your food. Oh, so you didn't, okay. So you had, to like, you had, like, a little card where you buy lunch if you wanted to. But I mm -hmm. stopped doing, or, like, you would have, it would be on your account, I think. I think they would, you would have, they'd ask for your number or name. And then I stopped buying lunch in, like, middle school. I it was just, like, I refused to buy lunch. So, so I, you I, I always brought it. Because uh -huh. you could bring your lunch. So yeah. I always pack a sandwich and chips. And my mom always got me pink lemonade, which my friends gave me such a hard time for. Why? For pink lemonade. I always have First pink lemonade. First normal? Pink lemonade's so much better, though. Pink lemonade is so good. I don't even think it was a first normal. I think it was just the fact that I would be having pink lemonade. Like, that was just my thing. Yeah. I would always drink the pink lemonade. Yeah. And so my friends would always make fun of me for just bringing pink lemonade. And even to this day, I still have, like, little jokes about pink lemonade <laughs> that come up. Even, like, someone tweeted about it recently. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, we couldn't bring our lunch. It was just it was just there. But I, I loved elementary school lunch and my middle school lunch and my high school. Like, it was just all – it was all very yummy. 
Yeah. My, um, the all girls school that I went to, they have a cookbook. So you like have all their recipes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I remember in like elementary school, they would like announce what lunch was for the next day. And then you would either be like really hyped or really disappointed. I don't think we found out until we like walked to lunch, honestly. And we saw it. Yeah. I don't think so, but I might be wrong. Lunch ladies that were interesting. That's another, there's a whole. What an interesting career, like to be, you know, a lunch. Cause some of them are like, I mean, I think you know, in some situations it might be like a minimum wage type job, but like yeah. then there are like the head chef at my all girls school, like he was like the man, you know, oh. like that, like he, I mean, we had a cookbook too. So like, yeah. you know, like it's interesting. I don't know. But yeah, we always loved, oh, I, I still say, remember the workers at my elementary school. I do school. want a cookbook. I want one of your, your elementary school cookbooks. I don't have my elementary school. I have my, all, the all girls school one. But that's, okay. I mean, it's all girls. So like, of course there's a cookbook, I guess. But. I mean, yeah. But my mom, my mom cooks stuff out of it. Really? Yeah. That's so Every nice. now and then. I don't have any cookbooks here at my apartment. I mean, I, I don't really cook much. I do cook. I cook for y'all. But like, I don't really cook like fancy meals. I have a really cute... So when I was in fifth grade after school, I would go to our family friend's house. They lived like right next to my elementary school. Their name's the, the Austins. And um, uh, Beth Austin, the mom... Every day after school, we'd always cook something. And mm-hmm. so it would either be like a cake or it'd be, it would tended to be like more dessert type stuff. Um, but at the end of the year, she made, she got me a like clear um, recipe box and it has like my initials engraved Aww. on it. And then she laminated all of the different recipe cards and then gave me blank ones so I could like write new recipes. Oh, and so I have it. She included every single recipe we ever made together the whole year. That's very cute. I know. It's like one of my favorite gifts I've ever gotten. So I still have that with all the different recipes. How long, how long ago was that? That was when I was 10. So wow. <laughs> 13 you, years ago. You're keeping, all, you're keeping all your treasures. Yeah. Yeah. I've I, had it for more than half my life. Did you bring it with you to Los Angeles? No, I didn't. But you know what else I have? Oh my God, my family and I, we joke about this all the time. So in fourth grade, we had a state project. Did you ever do state projects? No, never got to do them. Okay, so every single kid, I think my elementary school grade was about 50 people. So 50 states makes sense. Um, so everybody was assigned a state and you had to basically do like a trifold about the state. There was all these like, there was 10 different categories. You had to pick like seven of the 10. So it'd either be like build a map of it out of, any material but paper. So people yeah. did like cookies or like Play-Doh. Like there are all these different categories you mm-hmm. could do. So I got Connecticut, which is funny because that's eventually where I went to boarding school. But anyways, so one of the categories was you had to make a recipe that was representative of the state. Oh. So if you think about it, it's kind of fun. Like people were doing like Alaskan crab and like, um, I don't know, like, oh my gosh. um, I would be that parent. like Hawaii, I don't yeah. know, like Hawaiian food, like anything, but like, I did a continental cake, which was basically like a fruit cake because it's something to do with like colonial times, whatever. Connecticut didn't really have anything that stood out to me. Meanwhile, people got like buckeye balls and like, like really fun things. But this one girl, I still remember her name and I still remember her state. She did peanut butter and jelly. You won't be able to tell me what state that is. Guess you don't know. You don't know. Let me, let me guess. Do you know, do you know the state? Yeah, I remember the state. Peanut butter and jelly. Which place would have the best? Indiana. No. It's, you're not going to get it. But anyways, let me just tell you. So we each had to make a recipe card. So I had continental cake, which is like a very complicated recipe. I I took, which this might've been why I got the computer award in fifth grade, but I had to format it so specifically to get it on this tiny card. Meanwhile, this one girl had peanut butter and jelly. And you know, the instructions are literally take two slices of bread, put peanut butter on one, put jelly on the other, put it together and cut it. 
and like repeat for more sandwiches. And meanwhile, I'm over here being like, you have to go and get this random ingredient. And then like, it was just insane. Yeah. And I remember being so mad and I was only nine years old and I had a vendetta against that state. So what state is it? No! You're not going to tell me? It was Oklahoma. <laughs> I still remember the girl, but I won't say her name. That, that's funny. Um, we did a thing in middle school, I think, where it was like kind of like based off your heritage. You would bring food. So uh-huh. um, That's fun. My grandpa is... Polish, mm-hmm. part Polish. So, um, did I mean? I think it was my like sixth grade, maybe. But he, I brought him like pierogies. Fun! So, oh my god, pierogies uh, were such a thing at my high school. I loved it when you got to bring in food to mm-hmm. classes. I remember one year we did. Um, it had to do with like because it was like history, and so we did like presidential cookies or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so like my mom made cookies to bring. It was just like it was like a, it was kind of like a tea party feast or something. And mm-hmm. so I got to do the cookies. Mainly my mom helped me make everything. Um, I forget what else I've done for like fun. I love bringing food in. My favorite thing in elementary school was Valentine's Day. Ooh. Because you'd get, you'd go to like Target and oh, you'd yes. get whatever kind you Your wanted. Favorite. And then you'd pick your favorite candy and you'd tape it on. And then you would pick like who is which Valentine based on like their personality or just like if you. If, yeah. Did, yeah. Were you ever the person that would write something like your secret admirer, like for <laughs> no. fucking with people? I never did that, but I've like seen like, uh, like TikToks and like that kind of stuff of people like admitting that they did that kind of stuff when they were in elementary school. I was like, wow, you were like really brave. I don't think I ever did a secret admirer thing. I don't think anyone ever did that for me too. No. Um, I love no, Valentine's I Day. Love, what kind of Valentine's did you do? Like which kind did I pick? Yeah. I think I did SpongeBob a lot. I really like SpongeBob. I did Harry Potter. Yeah, like, that's a good one. I don't Harry know what Potter. else I did besides SpongeBob. I really repped SpongeBob. Um, when I was really little, like I, I repped Blue's Clues. I loved any Halloween or Thanksgiving we like made the pilgrim hats which probably mm-hmm. probably don't know if we make them now nowadays yeah, yeah. We also, the, there was a whole um, Native American thing that we did too with like teepees and headdresses which I hope they don't do that anymore yeah but. I'm curious how they do celebrate Thanksgiving yeah. in elementary school because definitely we were taught in a way that I don't think they should be teaching it anymore but you know what that's yeah it'd be interesting to see how the curriculums change that, I would really be curious to see Halloween like always dress up and which is funny because Halloween's coming up. I was at Harry Potter a few years in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Super Mario, Luigi. I was it was either Nintendo or Harry Potter for a while. And then one year I did King Tut. Good one. Which was good. I did Mad Hatter. My mom would always help me make costumes. And then Oh my god, I had a friend that her mom always helped make her costumes. Yeah. yeah. I, I was always like, I am going big or going home for these yeah. Halloween things. Yeah. I was um, Blue's Clues when I was really little, and then I was, I really liked Grease, so I was Sandy from Grease one year. I, me and my friend Margaret, fifth grade, we were the tortoise and the hare, which was a very fun, so so that's That's cute. Margaret's mom, like, sewed a lot of stuff, so she, like, sewed the bunny outfit, and then I had a tortoise shell that was, like, a basket on my back. My brother was a turtle one year. Loved it. I lo- And we have the cute cover, like, back-to-back with the uh, tortoise in the hair. It was so cute. My brother was a turtle, and then it was a fish. My mom made this, like, 3D fish fabric costume. Oh it was really dope. It, it, it worked for mm-hmm. a third grader. There was this one house in our neighborhood that the woman owned the candy shop, like, in our suburb. And so if you went to her house, she would give you, like, full-size, <sighs> like, giant chocolate bars yeah. and stuff. And she was the best house. I am wondering... I don't know if it would be at your... 
where you live, but where I live, which is an apartment with a lot of families, I'm kind of curious if they're going to go trick-or-treating. Oh, maybe. You should probably buy some candy. Well, there's kids with toys outside. The, yeah, I live, I live near a lot of families with They kids might with drive toys. to a they, suburb, but... Car, yeah, they might drive to a... Well, it's you should still it's get Los some. Angeles, so... You should, you should I know. So part of me is like, should I get candy and treat them? I would get them only chocolate, though. I'm, I like, I was always the kid. Would you trade with your siblings? Not really. We didn't really do. I mean, because we would trade. Well, we didn't really trade. We just put it all in a pile. We didn't really it. like the trading wasn't a huge thing. I'm sure like we would be like, hey, can I have this Reese's and you can take whatever. I love I, the but Reese's. it wasn't like so serious as I think. A I lot only of went for the were. Reese's and the Kit Kats and the Hershey bars. I think those were my three. Twix. Things. Twix is my favorite candy bar. <gasps> it's highly so, underrated. No, Twix is so underrated. I hated it like in first grade and then second grade. I fell in love with it. And yeah. Then it oh, I have stop. a tweet about that too. People th- like. I, I think Twix is the best candy bar. It's a weird hill I will die on. And people that say it's not a candy bar and it's a cookie bar. Oh. Stop. The, oh, I love Twix, Kit Kat, and Reese's. I love those, those three. Reese, Reese's peanut butter cups just give me life. They slap. They, they do slap. They mm-hmm. slap out of all candies out mm-hmm. there. I really liked M&M's when I was little. M&M's are good. I love the M&M commercials that used to play before movies. I haven't seen them recently. Mm-hmm. But it's like I, the one where it was like the M&M's, um, like an action film. Mm-hmm. That one always cracked me up. You know up. what I like before the movie? You know when they do the thing with like all the popcorn pops on the screen? Yeah. And then all the ice comes on and then the coke pours? Uh-huh. That really... If I if I watch that, I want a soda instantly. Like there is nothing no. that makes me crave a Coke more than that. Especially if you're watching it on a big screen. I know. And, like, and also, so I'm really obsessed with ice. I'm an ice connoisseur. I would venture to say. Um, so when the ice comes on the screen, I I just really like lose my mind because yeah. I really want ice. But I'm, most of the time, I do have a soda at the movie. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Weird tangent. Are we, we're excited for candy, I guess. I and know. Halloween. I mean, I, yeah, Halloween is coming up. I mean, not much is going on with it. I mean, for me, it just, it doesn't really feel like Halloween. I guess I, from growing up in Michigan, the leaves would always change. Mm-hmm. The weather would get colder. Go to the apple orchards and cider mm-hmm. mills. Those were always such a fun time. Those were like my little fall traditions and then Halloween we would dress up and do some things and then Christmas decorations would be up very soon afterwards. Oh really? That's impressive. I, well they Before would get set up. Usually it's like right around thing. It depends. This year Thanksgiving's really, really late. Mm-hmm. It's on November twenty eighth. And so it doesn't give you a lot of time because it's less than a month till Christmas then. Yeah. A lot of times it's earlier. Thanksgiving's always just an interesting holiday. My favorite. A lot of my interesting memories that I don't need to share right now. Come from Thanksgiving. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's just those interesting little family family things that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving. I think, well, I would, people probably have most of their like funny family, mem- like family reunion, where there's like extended family present tends to be from like Thanksgiving or Christmas, right? Yeah. I would feel. Well, it's been, well, it's been different. We It's always been a small crowd for us. Oh, really? Um, my dad's side of the family, when like like we would have Thanksgiving with him, it would be like he was the youngest of seven. So like that's crazy. they've had like Thanksgiving parties. I've never really been to any of those um, because it would usually be my mom's side of the family, which is like her sister, my sister, her sister, so my aunt and her husband, and then my grandma and gra- mm-hmm. grandpa when he was still around. Um, they would always come over. But now since I, when I moved to Texas and it's where my stepdad is from, we have Thanksgiving there a lot too. So. Um, it would be 
uh, my stepdad's sister and like her family and then us. So mm-hmm. it's always it's always changed a bit. And then Christmas kind of it always depends. Yeah, there's just a lot of family and it's hard because we're all all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's like ready to celebrate. But I always think that Thanksgiving has those funny stories or memories. Uh, I that, love Thanksgiving. It's my uh, fave. My favorite countdown to food. I feel like in these episodes of C forty seven, we're just talking about. I know. The are holidays. we only talking about food? It's like we want to worry more about the holidays in school. You but, what? Like we worry more about the holidays than we do of school. Oh yeah. Well, it's also like I think of school in terms of holidays. So it's like when I'm stressed about school, I just think about the check marks I have to get to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know when am I gonna get to that sweet potato casserole? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just, uh, it's, it's crazy, but you know what? One day at a time, that's what I've been kind of learning. I know, we just, or I, I came to this realization, I was like, oh, like, because now I'm doing something every day of the, like, I'm doing something five days a week now. Um, so it's like, am I going to be working until I retire? I guess so. I, I think, guess so. I think I am Don't now. worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's crazy. On that grind until I retire. Yeah. Well, we didn't really get to talk much about your internship, but we're almost out of time. Uh, well, we can talk about it more. This is my first week of my internship, so I'll have more to report. Um, mm-hmm. But so far, so good. I'm doing script coverage. The first day, I had a lot of fun. Um, read a really good script. Learned a lot. Um, yeah, it, it, it just flew by. It was awesome. I'm on the Warner Bros. lot. Ooh, um, so that just, was interesting. Who'd you see? I didn't see anyone. Um no, no celebrity sightings. No, no celebrities. My mom keeps thinking. I don't. I don't know. I feel like even if I were to see someone famous, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't even register it. So yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of tours going around. I should probably like take a tour and just like be a yeah. little touristy. Take, I've been on the Warner Brothers tour. It's so cool. Oh, you have. Yeah, all the Batman stuff is there. The uh-huh. fr- like a Friends yeah, area. Friends is there. I know. I feel like I should go on it, but I wonder if I could get on it for free. But probably not. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's fine. Um. Yeah, I read a really good script the first day. The script that I read today was not my favorite. Um, but, you know, you're going to get some good, some bad. Um, but it's all interesting. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, you know, you're always learning something. You, it's interesting to see different writing styles and, like, how people... Because, like, script writing, it has, a, it has a method to it, but also people do it kind of differently sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting no matter what. So, um yeah, we'll see where it goes. Script yeah. coverage, baby. We love it. We love script coverage. I did it yeah. before. It happens. It's an unnecessary evil, but you know what? It's fun. Yeah, if, if you get a good script, it's fun. It is fun. If you get a good if, script, it's very fun. If you fun. get a good script, it is fun to read them. Yeah. And just visualize. Yeah. And then hope that one day maybe it will be there and you can be like, I did this script coverage. Yeah. Well, the first, one I, the first one I did wasn't associated with, the, with, with where I work. Um, and he told me that it's actually being made into a series, but it's being called something different. Ooh. So I'm excited because I read the pilot for a show that will eventually be a show. So I actually need to Google it and see if when it's coming out. Yeah. But it, it's going to be good. I really liked it. So That's funny. Yeah. But All right. So thank you, Sally Dar, as always. Do you oh, drop thank your, you, Andrew. you want to drop your TikTok? Hell yeah. So my TikTok is Sally Dar Griffin. It's really popping off. What's, um, what's your follower count? My follower count right now, let's see. Since we last spoke, I've had um, about a thousand more followers. So, you know, I'm just becoming an influencer slowly and surely. I'm going to drop out of LMU. <laughs> um, I have about that, yeah. 3,500. Okay. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on TikTok. I have nine. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Hell yeah. I have nine followers. Sally Dar's one of them. 
Um, shout out to everyone else who follows me, but it's Andrew Van Houston and then Avian Houston 15 for everything else. What about yeah. you? Yeah, Sally Dar Griffin, Instagram, Sally Dar Griffin Art, Sally Dar on Twitter. Um, we're funny. We're funny on Twitter. We are funny. Andrew posts a lot of film content, so if you're interested in like film content, yeah, follow him. If right. you're interested in me just talking nonsense, then follow me. I try to be positive some days. Like today, I was like, "Happy Thursday!" Don't forget the word denim. Then- <laughs> I need to get on Twitter more. I'm like very bad about checking it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways. so well, anyways, <laughs> we love you all. Love you all too. We will see you next time. Bye.